up, everyone? Welcome back to another week of Relatable Reality. We're back. We are back. And we're tonight we're drinking Aperol Spritz. These turned out way better than the margaritas. Actually. I know. We're laughing about the margaritas again. But you know what? Some of it might be the recipes we're pulling up. Probably. I mean, we're not bartenders. Well, we're not. But we're baristas. It's close enough. I can make a frappuccino. <laughs> we need, I think what we need is like legit shakers, legit measuring. I ordered a shaker. Okay, cool. Perfect. What is, I wonder when it's supposed to come. I don't. Oh, shit. The Amazon did me dirty. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're back. And you are swamped at work. So tell me about. Okay, so work this week has been wild. Monday morning started with a girl getting fired. Wait, what? Yes. Oh, my God. So why? Monday morning, like, I don't know, 10 in the morning, this girl comes. She just shows up at her normal time. Everything's fine. Um, a different worker goes into my boss's office. They talk. They whisper for a little while. And I try to kind of listen because well, yeah. my desk is right outside my boss's office. So, oh. So I try to listen, but I also don't have, like, the best hearing. So it just... <laughs> You're, like, leaning out of your chair. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll just, I'm like, fine. I'll just, like, stand at the printer for a second. Oh, or, my God. Like, you're ridiculous. I'm too nosy. Yeah. yeah. No, we all are. Yeah. So, but I couldn't hear anything that they were saying. I don't know how they hurt each other, to be really <laughs> honest with you, but they did. Oh, my God. And so then she's in there for a little while. Then she leaves. My boss leaves. Pulls the girl that got fired, pulls her into the office, barely shuts the door. This girl isn't even in there for three minutes. I look over. I had to, like, turn around. I actually had to do something. And <laughs> turn around, and I looked in my boss's office, and the girl was holding a check. So, obviously, it's her final check. Yeah. And then my boss follows her back to her desk. She packs up all of her stuff, <gasps> and she leaves. Damn. Then we get an email that says, she is no longer with us. Shocked. That's it. I'm like, okay. So, you don't know what happened? Well, yeah, I work in an office. I was going to say, so you found out. Yeah. yeah. So she's an idiot and bye. You're so dumb. Whatever. So then. That's wild. Remember I told you before that there was a girl at work that was pregnant when she was pregnant. I was like super upset and like, why the fuck? Why not me? Blah, blah, blah. I do. Well, she ended up getting, um, it's called H-E-L-L-P syndrome, which is like. Basically, like, her liver and her enzymes and her blood count was, like, way off. And it could have been, like, fatal to her and the baby. Oh, no. So, um, they ended up having to take the baby early, which was so sad. She was barely six months. Oh, shit. So, super early. But we got an update. The baby's breathing on her own. She's doing good. So oh, my good. God. But in the meantime, I'm helping take over her workload. Okay. And... It's been a lot. It's a wreck. It, yeah. And I'm sure it works fine for like her system, but it's mm. not the same system that I do. And okay. so I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm so, so lost. So you're like way overwhelmed too with work. Yeah. So okay. I've been staying late every day and just trying to like get things done and blah, blah, blah. And trying to like get back on track because she had been sick for a little while and she, the doctors didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had been That's leaving early so and stuff like scary. that, which. I mean, I would, too, if I was yeah. in the same position. Like, I don't fault her for any of that. But now I'm kind of like, oh, now we're really behind. Totally. And I'm trying to do all this. You're trying so. to pick up the slack. Yeah. So, and just learning, like, a different system is... Enough in itself. Yeah, without anybody there that knows how. Oh, fuck. 
nobody knows how to work it. Oh, crap. And so I'm just, like, learning on the fly. Yeah. And it's interesting, to say oh, the least. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. That's been my week. So work was swamped. Swamped, yeah. It's been nuts. So I feel like my week was not mellow because it's never mellow, but wasn't terrible. Oh, we good. did family pictures on Wednesday, right? So yeah. cute. Yeah, they turned out really fun. They turned out so cute. But it was it was fun because it was all five of us and like that's exciting and Miles like had napped right before so he had energy. Yeah. And he loved looking at the camera but he would like refuse to actually smile which he can smile. He laughs and smiles all day long <laughs> but he's like I'm not smiling for you but I would look deep into that lens because I'm so curious about what's happening in there. Oh, so anyway so all of our pictures were so cute because he's looking right at it but with no smirk whatsoever. <laughs> And then my oldest son, Alakai, is smiling like he's in pain because he cannot stand, you know this, he cannot stand taking pictures. It's like the death of him, he swears. He's like, scream. Yes. And so at least he shows up and he's in a good mood and he does whatever is asked of him, but the smile, it looks like he's in pain. (laughs) (laughs) And so I told him, I'm like, Alakai, can you just smile nice, babe? Don't look like you're in pain. He's like, I am in pain. I'm like, I cannot. Okay, whatever, whatever. You're here. You're you're not complaining. I'm just going to roll with it. So funny. And then Penelope is like over the top, so excited, like, cheese, cheese, cheese. Like, the model. Oh, my God. She, but she looks adorable. Like, she looks so There's cute. one where she's like pointing one of her toes and like holding the baby's hand. And, and I'm like, Aww. you are such a little fashion. She was made for a show. She was. She loves it. This on her retention. So. Oh, my goodness. That happened. And then today before you came over, I was crazy deep cleaning, like, the whole downstairs. Okay. Because Miles likes to be in the front pack. Like, I wear him on my front. Yeah. Because I've talked before about how he's super whiny. I hear it as whiny. Other people are like, oh, he's just talking. He's just, like. Wants you to know he's there. I'm like, right, but it's whining. And I, like, at a certain point, you're like, dude, what? (laughs) You know? (laughs) What is it? Like, is it, is it he sounds whining because that's just, like, his only little voice right now? No. Because he has a really sweet voice, like, in the morning, like, he'll coo with you and he's sitting there and he's, like, smiling and, like, he does this breathy thing where he's just, like, so pleased, like, (sighs) like, it's so cute. (laughs) But then... If you're not stimulating him enough or playing with him enough, he's like, and I'm like, after five or six minutes of that, you're like, what? Bro, dude, I hear, I know, I see you there. I know, you're good. (laughs) Anyway, so when he is in the carrier, he doesn't make a peep. He does not say one thing. He watches everything I'm doing. That's so good. So I was like, you know what? I have to vacuum, so I'm just going to vacuum. And I'm holding him. He's so into it. So I was like, cool. Then I'll clean the baseboards. Good. Then I'll do this. And so I just got so much done, which felt fucking phenomenal. How do you clean the baseboards with a baby attached to your front? You hold him. (laughs) You squat. That's the other thing. We I walked the kids to the donut shop one morning um, this week, and I had him in the front carrier. Uh-huh. And we got back, because he loves us so much, I was like, oh, I'll just do, like, some squats and lunges. The next day, I was like, whoa, I'm in pain. Yeah, because you're a I, whole other person you're squatting. Yes, and I haven't worked out hardly at all. Like, we go on walks, so that's about it. But I was just, like, 
<laughs> walking down the stairs. Like, <gasps> and Sam's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, dude, it's just, I worked out, okay? Like, I'm <laughs> fucked up now. So stupid. Now I need a cocktail. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I deserve it. Anyway, so this week was nothing crazy, but I'm excited because you came over tonight and we ordered tacos that were bomb. So good. But tomorrow we're going to go out to breakfast and go shopping. I'm excited. I cannot wait. I know. I cannot It's been wait. forever. Like, we've gone to a restaurant once since this whole, like, lockdown pandemic thing, right? We've once sat, or twice, yeah. We've sat down at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it just feels like. And that was even recent, like, within the last couple months. Yes. So, it's. So, going out to breakfast feels like, I don't know. Like a treat. You're getting back to normal Yeah, I feel like I need to dress up or something. Like, it's huh. an occasion. I know. I'm excited. It'll be fun. And then we're, I'm excited to go shopping, too. I need to get, like, work clothes because I can't wear sweats anymore. Uh, I'm so bad. That's so awful. I know. And I have a gift card. Actually, I'm kind of excited. I have a gift card for Marshalls that I've had since, not last Christmas, but the Christmas before. Damn. But everything's been shut down and all this other stuff. So That's I'm not, true. like, going out shopping true. with all these maniacs. Well, and you can't try anything on. Like, you can return stuff, luckily, but you can't try anything yeah. on. So, so yeah, I've just been hanging on to it, waiting for, waiting for a good time to use it. So I think girls say tomorrow. I think tomorrow's gonna be the day. Tomorrow. So I was so impressed with Real Housewives in New York this week. Loved it. I was like crazy impressed with Sonia. Yeah, I know I we think, always love her. Like, she's hilarious. But I we don't see, like, a deep, profound side of her. No. Especially when it comes to racial inequality subjects. But because the first time Ebony was over at her house, she was talking about how she's all-inclusive with her fish. Like, that was how yeah, she that tried. That was very to, weird. Yes, that's how she tried to relate yeah. to her. Yeah. But this episode, I loved what she had to say. I was like, this is why everyone stands Sonia. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. So I definitely think just because of the fact that, that she does these like weekly LBGTQ. Yeah. Like parties at her house. True. And she does all this stuff. Like you can definitely tell that she's very inclusive. Yeah. Even with her fish. And. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Girl. Skinny ones. Fat ones. Okay. <laughs> Sonia. Girl. So, but you can definitely tell that she's very inclusive and mm-hmm. she just really does love everybody and gives everybody a chance. But it was nice to see her dig a little deeper this week because, like you said, it doesn't really happen. We always see, like, fun, lively Sonia, but we don't always or see Or drunk, the- crying Sonia, yeah, but, but we- not profound. No. Deep. Really serious at all, you don't yeah. see. The only time she's ever serious is when she's talking about the townhouse and you just want to, like, shake her and tell her, sell that fucking Enough. piece of shit. Enough. Yeah. So... This, did you see on social media that Ebony said she turned off, she was going to be off social media for two weeks because of the episodes that were airing? Yeah, and how difficult they were. Yeah, so I kind of get it after this episode, like, why she felt that way. For sure. Um, So she and Luann had a conversation about why she was upset about being called an angry black woman. It was a joke. Because of... Luann. Yeah. I agree. It was a joke. Luann, Luann listened to Ebony long enough to be able to... Respond. Respond. Yeah. And she wasn't listening to hear her. She was listening to respond. Yeah. To defend herself. Yeah. And it was bullshit. And yeah. And I don't, I don't blame Ebony at all for being upset about it. Well, but Ebony also, I really appreciated, like, how she explained the whole 
this is why it's not okay to call black women angry. I really, like, the way she broke it down and explained it to the women, I think was really important. Yeah. And I feel like some of the women really heard and some of them didn't. Like, okay, I didn't understand why Leah was so annoyed with Heather until the end when she was like, you do not have to have commentary on every single thing that's going on ever, ever, like anywhere ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's true. She does. <laughs> She's always everywhere, like having commentary. I definitely think, though, that Leah did go into the whole Heather situation really harsh. Well, she was already. She was so. She had her mind made, up. She, mind made up. Yeah. She was already. She was too far gone for Heather to even have a chance. Yeah. But then Heather being who she is and she does comment on everything and she does. She just gets a little too involved and. Then it just sent Leah over the edge, and there's no stopping her. Well, because she comes off as judgy. Yeah, she, she does. really does. I it was fucking hysterical how she was sticking up for Ebony and trying to explain it, Luann that made in a way to Luann that made sense, which I appreciated. But then she gave her a backhanded compliment by being like, "You're really articulate. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that." Yes, bitch. That's- Thank you so much. And then Ebony's like, that in itself is racist because you're assuming that I wouldn't be. Yeah. So. Stupid. Yeah, it was too much. I couldn't. I don't know. Heather's irritating. And then how she. I don't like her. I'm glad that she's. I'm glad that they took her off the show the first time. And I'm glad that they took her off another she's time. She's staying off. Like, it's not good. Well, did you see what's in the press, like, what she said about Ebony lately? No. Okay, so it says, Real Housewife of New York, Heather Thompson, suggests Ebony is a race baiter. Implies she did Leah's dirty work by planting fake narrative. So a fan wrote, Ebony needs to go. She doesn't fit in, and she's a race baiter, according to a screenshot shared by Queens of Bravo on Instagram. I have to agree with you, Heather replied. Hers is not a class I want to take. In a second screenshot shared, Heather was seen responding to another person. In the response, Heather suggests that Ebony had done Leah's dirty work during Royal Housewives of New York season 13 by pushing a narrative that suggested Heather had made a habit of trash-talking their castmates as she's trash-talking them. I cannot. And she put, the truth is production shut down and Ebony knows it. It's sad she is trying to Monday morning quarterback for Leah with what is a deliberate attempt to try to change the narrative of the sensitive issues that took place. It's low and it's sad to see. I would have thought negative campaigning would be below Ebony, but she's just shown us all that it's not. Like, what's she talking about? I. And then she went on to say. I don't agree with that. No. She went on to say, so much for her obligations to tell the truth. The fake narrative she's trying to plant now is garbage. We all watch the show. We know season 13 was edited after I quit again. And so, yeah, no, they are going to give me as little love as they possibly can. Contracted housewives are their priority, not someone who quits. The whole experience is sad in and of itself on so many levels. Damn, she po- she responded to somebody, but that's a shit ton of a response, okay? That is ridiculous. She had nothing positive to say about Ebony. She did confirm it was true that she simply doesn't fit in with this group of women. It's true. I don't fit in. Okay. How is... What? 
Ebony, anytime race has been brought up, it's just Ebony letting the women know, like, hey, this is really offensive. That's not her. Well, no, and I definitely think that she is trying... I think in today's day and age, with race being such a hot topic, yeah. more than it ever has been in the past, I mm-hmm. think that her educating not just her fellow housewives, but educating the viewers millions of people that are viewing this is really important. And, and she's I, not she knows saying, that. Yeah. And she's doing it in a very eloquent way yes, that's respectful of all parties. Exactly. She's not pointing a finger and breathing down your neck. No, and, being and like, she's not like demeaning people and being like, you can't do this, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. She's explaining, like, this is why it's offensive to black people. How? I understand, and she even says, like, I understand how you don't... Why you want to understand. Why you want to understand mm-hmm. and why you wouldn't or think I don't, of it that way. Or I don't expect you to understand. Yeah, and yeah. I under, like, she gets why, why people that aren't of color don't just automatically go to that. Well, yeah. But she's trying to explain, like, this is why it's offensive. This is why things like that hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And she's saying it so... Clear and concise. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. With almost no emotion. It's just It's very lawyers. Yeah. And what's hilarious is, did you notice Ramona's face during her whole explanation? Ramona is, like, so engaged, like, wow. Oh. Oh, really? Like, she's. Real. I don't know, but it's hilarious. It's it was so funny. funny to watch, like, Ramona pretend to take great interest in it. And then I also liked how Sonia was, like, it's not her job to teach us, though. No. It's not people of color's job to educate us. It's our job to get educated. But it was, which was nice of Sonia to call out. Which I do understand, but at the same, I do get it. And But there's part of me that's like, but how would I know if somebody of color isn't telling me? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Because I don't, need, I see the world in a different view because I'm not treated the same. So totally. how would I know? But what they're saying is like, you can, there's plenty of things you can read, watch, listen to that's already out there with you having to go, let me call my black friend down the street or let me ask my neighbors. No, for sure. Black yeah. and like, it's not my job to go up to my neighbors and be like, why is this offensive? You know yeah. what I mean? It's not their job to answer. No, it. but I definitely think that when situations arise, they, it would be nice, not they, it would be nice for when situations arise for people to educate People that don't know the way that Ebony, the way that Ebony, yes, I totally get it. To say, hey, I think it's rude for like if I were to go to my neighbor and be like, oh, why can I do this (laughs) or why is this offensive? They would be like, who are you? Why are you on my doorstep? Yeah, they'd be like, uh, scoot along, yeah, bye. But I do (laughs) think that if something happened or if my neighbor did come to me and say like, hey, I heard this going on at a party, like. I don't appreciate this or yes. whatever. I do think yes. that that's respectable. Yes, a hundred percent. Not I that think it's their duty, but just like help me understand. Yes, I can't understand on the level you do. Yes, what I think, and I think it's an awareness thing. I really do. It is because, an awareness thing because mm-hmm. people of color do see the world and this nation in a different light because of how they're treated. Of course, and I don't know that because. I know that it's like that, but I don't know the specifics because it doesn't happen to me. Right. And so you have to either do the work to find out or ask, which I get. Yeah. I think where Sonia's saying it's not her job to educate us is like, if we are going to blindly say like, this doesn't happen, I don't believe this, or we're all... I I hate that we're just getting so political, but it's fine. This is how we feel. Yeah. But if... 
it's not okay to say everyone is equal if you have not tried to dissect that and learn why they're saying we're not. Yeah. Well, and that kind of dives into the whole Beverly Hills thing right now with um, Sutton Oh, and my Crystal. God. I can't. I can't. And Crystal B. It hurts I, my stomach to watch yes. Sutton, dude. And Chris, I agree with Crystal when she was like, 100%. oh, you're one of those people that doesn't see color, huh? Because then it's like. <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that doesn't see color. <laughs> I don't see why it's a big deal. Sutton is a OG. wreck. Yeah. She's an absolute wreck. So, but I do understand why for her that's offensive. Like, you don't see my color because you don't acknowledge it. Because you yes. don't want to Thank see you. that there is a difference. You do that, not acknowledge it. That is the perfect way to yeah, say it. Yeah, and because mm-hmm. you do not want to see that other people may be different than you. Or or have a different experience yes. than you. Not everyone has your cookie cutter life. Okay. While we're on that subject, that whole Crystal Sutton uh, what's it called? Exchange on the boat was, was disturbing. cringy. Yeah. Sutton is a fucking wreck walking around with her goddamn roller. I wanted to throw that roller off the boat. She's a wreck, dude. Like, what? I'm sorry, this helps me. What? No, it doesn't. It's dude, distracting you from you, paying attention. You need to fucking call a therapist. Anyways. Oh, my God. It was so cringy. And then, then, and then when Crystal didn't come to dinner, I was like, oh, my God. What could have happened in this amount yeah. of time that made her not want to come to dinner? And then when she explained it, I totally can I relate. Yeah. I can relate because you know that a couple years ago I went on a trip with a bunch of girls I'm not very close to. Yeah. And it was less than 24 hours and I was miserable. Yeah. I was miserable to the point where I would have spent $200 on a, on a um, Uber to get home. For sure. And so when Crystal explained, like, I was already out of my element and then Sutton walked into my room while I'm fucking naked. Well, and, and there then, wasn't, there was like a barely knock, but Sutton And then she went in. Sutton didn't allow her time to respond. No. And if it's late at night, stay out. Stay out. Yes. I wouldn't even do that to you. We're best friends. I would never knock once and walk in. Never. No. I would wait for you to get the door. Or text me and be like, hey, girl. Yeah. Are you free? Can I come up? What's going on? Yeah. So I can totally relate to Crystal being like, I was so already painfully uncomfortable. And then she walks in on me naked and I fall to the ground and she makes a backhanded compliment or comment, which it was backhanded. Yeah. I didn't like that. She was like, oh, I don't know what you're doing in here. You can hear it. And so I totally get why Crystal felt uncomfortable. Like if you have never been in a situation where you are removed from your family, your friends, everything that is comfort and normal to you with yeah. people that you're not that close to. Absolutely. It doesn't feel good. And then you have one girl that's hounding you down yeah. your throat constantly. Yes. Like, like making whatever you say into a negative thing. Yes. And making derogatory comments. Talking constantly. about how you kicked her under the table. Like, calm the fuck down, oh Sutton. Oh, my God. Sutton, Shut up. Like, Crystal, like, beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Or she was trying to include you in on the joke, idiot. Yes. God. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. I don't. I would be super uncomfortable, too. And I don't understand why Sutton would even think to make a backhanded compliment at her. She was naked in her own room. She should be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And walked out. And like threw the jacket and left. Not, I don't know what you're doing in here. Well, bitch, I'm fucking getting dressed for bed. Yeah. What do you think I'm doing? Jesus. It's weird. It's very, it's, ugh. I, I did not like that. I, I don't, don't like, like it. Sutton. I don't like Sutton. Mm-mm. I never I agree really with you. have. I agree. But- 
Uh-uh. I get it now, for sure. And she's crying because she sold her dream home. Well, if you were going to cry about it, you should have sold it. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for you. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares about this your dream woe home. is me act. Oh, my God. Any house that she's going to buy is going to be a house that anybody else would look at and be like, this is unachievable. And this could be like a forever home. Like, I would never move right. if I got this house. Right. And she's acting she's like renting she's moving a house into a like shack. That. I wish I could rent a house like the one she's renting. Yes. Give me a break. Yeah, so she's, she's worn out. I thought it was hilarious, though, her and Lisa doing their, what was that? So synchronized synchronized swimming. swimming. Hilarious. I loved it. And I loved how Garcelle, when Lisa was being annoying as fuck, telling all of them to get in the pool. Oh, my God. And Garcelle was like, hey, this is the moment when you take a step back. And she's like, oh, oh. And she, like, totally got it. I definitely And all the so. women were like, Garcelle, thank you, yes. Jesus. Yes. Thank you. Lisa was so annoying. She just kept yelling from the pool. Garcelle, Erica, get in the pool. And I then she would just move on to the next. Like, they said no. I have an aunt that reminds me so much of Lisa Rennett. And it's because once she's, like, stuck in her ways, she will literally talk. She's like a dog on to, a bone. Yes. Okay. And she will not shut the fuck up until... <laughs> You do what she wants you to do. That's hilarious. So even to her husband, like it's constant. And so it does remind me of Lisa Renna. So I do have like this small soft spot for her just because I can relate within my own family. I get it. But at the same time, like, yes, Garcelle, maybe I need to talk to my own family like this. (laughs) Maybe I need to tell my aunt, this is when you say, okay. Yeah. And you shut the fuck up. Yes. Like we're done. So funny. And I do think Lisa needs that reminder. She does. Like, she's full of herself. She doesn't understand how annoying she gets until mm-hmm. somebody's like, Lisa, calm down. Yeah. Just hello, bring it in. Take a come pill. Back to Earth. Chill out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> take a pill. Calm down. Yeah. Come back to Earth, please. Thank you so much. Okay. While we're on the topic with Lisa Rinna, can we talk about the photo that Scott Disick posted of Amelia? It was disgusting. Yeah. Did you read people's comments? Okay. There was a lot. People were disturbed because her body looks young. She looks young. She's like 19. Yeah, she She's is She's two young. years out from being illegal, and that's so fucking inappropriate. I can't handle it. It's creepy as fuck. When I saw it, first of all, I didn't know why Instagram didn't take it down because it's pornography. Yes. It's straight up porn. It's disturbing. She's wearing a... Nothing. She's wearing underwear that you can Hardly there. Barely even see. Hardly like you there. have to pay attention. And well, look and it's for it. a full-on posed photo. That's yeah. That's not. No, I just. Can't. It was off. Oh, I can't. Instagram should have taken that down immediately. I, I don't agree think that it's appropriate. Well, it's because also her body looks like a child's body. Still, yeah. she doesn't look like an adult. Because she's not. I know. She's still a teen. She can't even buy cigarettes. She's fucking still a teenager. Yes. And, and I'm sorry, if I was Lisa Rinna and I saw that shit, I would be mortified. I would be livid. Yeah. Livid. I mean, I definitely know that there's, at some point, you can't control your kids anymore or what they're doing. But, of course. And they're making but it's their disturbing. own money. Like, even if she kicked them out, they're still going to have a place to stay, whatever. But I definitely think that Lisa Rinna has handed her, this is what it seems to me, that she has handed her children everything they've ever wanted and True. more. Yeah. And so now they're like, well, why can't I date a 40-year-old? I've done whatever uh, else I wanted. It's really disturbing, though. And that photo, though, that that was totally him trying to compete with Kourtney Kardashian and Travis being 100%. so sexual on Instagram. But they're both in their 40s. 
Okay. They're, yeah. They're, if they if that is their prerogative, then that's their prerogative. When you're forty, yes. when you're forty, dating a nineteen year old, that's not appropriate. No, it's at all borderline kitty. Vice porn. versa, I would think the same thing if a fifty one year old woman was posting that of a nineteen year old guy. Yeah, it's not appropriate. It's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's really too bad. <laughs> Just straight up, <laughs> that's really too bad. Like honestly, fucking Scott. Well, and. It just makes me question what, um, like, the trauma Amelia Hamlin? Hamlin. Hamlin. That's a tongue twister. Amelia Hamlin. Yeah, that's a terrible name. That's hard hard to say. (laughs) It's terrible. It just makes me kind of question the trauma that she's been through that she would even seek out a 40-year-old man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, I will say on some level, there's got to be an appeal of Scott Disick in the Hollywood scene. There's, there's got to be. A so I'm sure percent. that's a little bit of what plays into it. And it's like she's getting way more famous. She's being talked about. She's in all the ta- tabloids. Yeah, but why that would you want to be, be part of it like that? Because it's publicity. She doesn't care. You can tell she's fucking hungry for fame the way she acts on Beverly Hills. True. And you're Lisa Renna's daughter. You say yes to everything. Just like Lisa Renna has. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was really too bad. And I'm like, Scott, really? You have a fucking daughter, dude. You have a daughter. Well, not only that, but what is he teaching his sons how to treat women? Yeah. It's not acceptable. Because Mason sees all this shit. He has a phone. He's old enough. He sees it all. I 1,000% believe he has a fake Instagram. Uh, Mason? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's looking at everybody. And TikToks, too, because he's the one that knew about Addison Rae before Courtney did. So this kid knows. He's in the know. Ugh. Anyways. I mean, what else do you have to do when you're with a nanny all day? It's true. So, other than the Beverly Hills, Sutton, Crystal situation. I was disappointed this week there wasn't as much Kathy Hilton. There wasn't as much Kathy Hilton. And my favorite part of Kathy Hilton this week, though, is when she was talking about how other women, like other moms, are so uptight about everything. And she's like... Oh, here's the king close. Oh, look, they're by the pool. I'm like, that's me. That is me. I worry to an extent, but then I'm like, if you get hurt, you get hurt. Like, not obviously life or death, but Sam is such a worry wart. Such a worry wart. Like, uh, oh, oh, his head, his head. Yeah, his head. If he bonks his head, it's okay. Like, he's learning how to move around. He's learning how to crawl. But so when Kathy did that on... Beverly Hills, I was dying. I'm like, that's me. I feel like that's going to be how I am when Christian and I have kids. You will. I'm going to be like, he's fine. They're fine. Whatever. And Christian's going to be like, paranoid. They make it a germ. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a big deal. Well, it was like when we were at your house like a month and a half ago or whatever it was. And Christian's boyfriend's kids were out running by the pool. And he's like, guys, I'm really worried that they're out by the pool right now. Well, he was worried because we don't have homeowners insurance Which for the pool. I get. So. I get, but it was just a peek into the future. Oh, for sure. Totally. Yeah. Which I get. I totally understand why he was worried. It yeah. just was funny. But. It's a peek into how he'll be as a dad. Like, oh, my God. So guys, panicked. Yeah. So panicked. Um, Yeah, so that was my favorite Kathy Hilton part. But I guess the yeah, other big part was that Erica filed for divorce. Which, did you see the timestamp on it? No. So she sent that text at 9.15 a.m. And so someone online was like, damn, was she waiting at the courthouse when the doors opened? And I'm like, well, no, she has a lawyer, bitch, who fucking yeah. walked, like, emailed Filed the papers yeah. over. So obviously it's 9.15. She wants 
them to know before anyone finds before out. Before the tabloids find yes. out. Yes. Yeah. And people... I mean, the tabloids search that kind of stuff daily. Hell yeah. They freaking know. There are snakes everywhere, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't... I thought that it was respectful that Erica said something instead of just letting that go to the media and then... Them being blindsided. Yes. I would have been appreciative if I was one of the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's shocking because Erica wasn't discussing anything, but... I agree with what Lisa Rinna said. This has probably been in the works for a long time, and Erica mm-hmm. knew what she can say and what she couldn't say, and she waited till she could say something. Yeah. Erica's not stupid. No. Erica is so no. smart and so, like, planned and precise mm-hmm. on the things that she says and the things yeah. that she does. Yeah. And everything has a purpose for her. Yeah, you're right. I do think that it's kind of shitty, though, now that they are using anything that she says mm-hmm. or does in this season of the Housewives against her in her divorce. Yep. I think it should be too. There's this well, because there's this big huge investigation going on with how much she knew about all of Tom's handlings. I don't think she knew. I don't I don't think she knew either. Like genuinely in my heart, not just because I love Erica, but genuinely I don't think she knew. That's how I feel. I yeah. think that Tom was doing shady shit while he was at the office and you even see in the show, she's never with him. I yeah. think that we've seen her in the, what, four or five seasons she's been on. We've seen Tom filmed maybe twice. Right. Right. Like, he's not around. They're not around each other. She talks about how, oh, I won't see him for a month. Oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that they're not together all the time. So, he's not calling her for every business deal and be like, hey, I'm going to fuck over no. this person. What do you think? He's not calling not. her. I, don't, I really don't think she knew about this. I don't think she did either. It's going to be interesting. Watch it play out, though, for sure. For sure. Even with her talking about her mental health in the first episode, talking about how mm-hmm. now she's taking antidepressants and blah, blah, blah. They're using that against her. That's not cool. In court. They're using it against her saying, I guess, like, saying that she was, like, mentally unstable. No. Okay, no. No. She was, had such a social life, and then it went from social, doing something every day, this, that, having a team that helps her get ready, all of this stuff. To nothing. Yeah. That would... If you're in that kind of limelight and then you go to where you can't even walk out of your house, you would get depressed too. Like, anybody would. Yeah. I don't know. No, 100%. Her life was turned upside down. All of ours were. I'm sure there's millions of people that went on antidepressants this last year. Yeah. I don't think that's fair at all. It's going to be super fascinating to watch it play out and see how much she says, doesn't say... The other part of the episode I thought was entertaining was the morning that everyone woke up and they had, like, their glasses on or looked like a wreck before yeah. Garcelle and Crystal went out to coffee. Yeah. I was like, these women, they just, can you imagine waking up and being like, let me grab my glasses so no. that you don't see my whole face glasses. I Erica's to, glasses, like. Her whole face. Her whole face. I forget to put my sunglasses on when I'm outside in the sun. <laughs> I'm not going to remember in the morning. I know. I don't care. Like, when I wake up the next day, it is what it is. Hello? Yeah, I look like shit. I also feel like shit. And yeah. And <laughs> all I want is Can I go back to bed and a burrito. That's yes. what I want. Like, I Amen. Care. Amen. Oh, my God. So funny. So, other than that, it was the Kardashians' very last episode. I did like this episode. I did, too. But let me say real quick, when they do flashbacks to prior seasons, yeah. they are not as fun anymore. They are boring. No, yeah. They are boring. They are yeah. a lot more calculated, Definitely. a lot more serious, a lot more aware of their image. I miss, like, the carefree front 
carefree, fun attitude that everyone across the board had. I agree. Six or seven years ago than yeah. they do now. It's not. It's too business. Now. It's glamour. Yeah. It's perfect makeup, perfect hair, perfect scenes. Very calculated what they talk about. It's just not genuine anymore. No. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I do like the beginning seasons more than I've liked these ending seasons for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I think the last probably four or five seasons, really since I got the new um, intro music. Yeah. I would say is when everything kind of changed. I feel like they got new production. Yeah. They got new. Mm-hmm. It came way more glamorized. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't love it Not as much. Not as much just pure reality. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, but it was good. I did think it was good. I liked the time capsule that they did. I thought that that was really, was like, so, sentimental. I loved that, too. It did make me wonder, though, like, Kim's going through a divorce. So, is she keeping that house? Or what's going to happen with this time capsule? I don't know. People need to know these things. I know. They'll... <sighs> Are you kidding? The Kardashians will make sure that they have it. (laughs) I do find it fascinating, though. So, and I did, I did appreciate Kim talking even a little bit more about Mm -hmm. her and Kanye. Which is fascinating because this week it came out that he's linked to, what's her name? Bradley Cooper. I don't. Bradley Cooper's ex-wife, right? Irina? Irina? I don't know. I don't know that he's ever been married. I think they were just. Just his ex. Okay. Okay. But. Yeah, that was, I don't know, it's weird to me. But I did, I can see why Kim said that she felt lonely. Okay, I loved that scene. Loved it. Where she said, I want to, I want to be with someone who we have shows in common. We have. I want to work out with them. I want to. Yeah. The everyday stuff. Yes. And it did. I really did think that it was super meaningful when she's like, I've had all the extravagant things and Mm -hmm. it doesn't fulfill me. Like. I want for the, the small, small things. things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was cool to see her say that and kind of come to that realization. Yeah. And even when you think about it, like, think of your own relationship. Like, the smaller things, like, oh, we like this, we like to watch this show together, mm-hmm. or, oh, we like to go roam Target together, or whatever. Like, the smaller things sometimes, first of all, sometimes you have the most fun. Yeah. And second of all, it's always something that you can fall back on, like, yeah. No, let's just go to Target and hang out for the day well, or whatever. Well, it's the everyday moments. It's not the big extravagant extravagant planned things. Yes. Because those things are going to last. They're it's fleeting. the everyday things mm-hmm. that are going to last forever. Yeah. Will you be 65 and still enjoy going to the grocery store together? Yeah. Or will it only be exciting on Valentine's Day because he fills your house with roses and Kenny G? Like, you know, yeah. it's I don't, not. You want an everyday sort of. Love. Love and, like, feeling prioritized every day. You don't want to only feel prioritized a couple times a year. On the big holidays, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. She was linked to that one CNN guy a while ago, but we haven't seen anything since. Yeah, it was just, like, a small article. So either Chris Jenner shut that down real quick or they've been very, very careful ever since. But You know, Chris Jenner, she has her hands in everything. True. Okay, so I was wrong. I thought for sure we were going to see a Chloe engagement. By the end of the season, we didn't. Or a pregnancy. And I don't like how she's still talking about him. Like, I think in the future, like, we could be together. You're fucking together. She, They're together. You're she so... She moved to Boston. Dude, I'm. that's why these last couple seasons fucking irritate me. Because you're not reality anymore. This no. is all so fucking it's calculated. Circuit. Yes. Yeah. It's calculated because she wants to look a certain way. You already look dumb for even being his friend after what he did to you. Period. Sure. Period. It's, Chloe definitely went from, like, my number one, like, I'll ride or die for her. And now I'm more like that with Kim, I think. Yeah. I think Kim is the most real now and the most 
open. She is still glam. She does still do her own thing off mm-hmm. to the side that you know it's not being filmed. But I definitely also think that she is the most honest. Like, I'm struggling in my relationship and my kids are a fucking hot mess and I can't stand failed the, the baby time. Failed the baby bar twice, yeah. Yeah, and I failed my test that I've been studying for weeks for. And I do find it interesting, though, when she's like, I'll just take the next six weeks off and study. I'm like, can you imagine if you could just be like, for the next six weeks, clear my schedule. I'm not working. I'm not nothing. Get a full-time nanny. Next six weeks, I'm only studying. I'll like, do it right now. That's fucking nuts to think about, like, being able to do that. I cannot imagine for being, like, for all of December, like, I'm not working a single day. Figure it out. You know what I mean? To just yeah. somebody on you your team. You a team that does it's it. nuts. Anyways. That's why I, she I just, gets paid the big bucks. Yeah, I just think that's so fascinating. So crazy. I... Uh, I will not miss watching Kylie or Kendall. No. They have no no substance at all. Kylie has zero substance anymore. I honestly I can't really stand her anymore. I can't stand her. She looked so swollen and different this episode too. She's fake. And even now, like when she did her time capsule thing, she's like, Oh, I'm putting in lip kits because Kylie's just not Kylie without a lip kit. Yeah. Okay, yes, you are. You have like you are a person outside of your business. Makeup, yeah. And it, it irritates me that for the exception of Courtney and Kendall, Kim's body was just like copy and pasted on a Chloe and Ky- Kylie. Yeah. A hundred percent. They went into a surgeon and said, do this. And they came out looking just like fucking Kim. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't either. I'm just like, I was bummed when they first announced it was over. And by the end, like, yesterday was, was okay the last episode. I was like, okay. You know what I'm really excited for now, though, is the Andy Cohen interview. Oh, I can't wait for the reunion. So I cannot excited. wait. I'm so excited, too. I think that's going to be really, really good. Yeah. And I'm so glad they did it. Because it I'm wouldn't glad. have felt good without one. No. And I'm glad that Andy Cohen is hosting it because he's always digging deep. And he's always asking questions that we're dying to know. And nobody else has the balls to ask. Yeah. He's not ashamed to go there. No. Or afraid. And I love that. Yeah. You that's... know who's also has no shame? Bethany Frankel. Oh, my God. Okay. We have never talked about it, but did you watch her show on HBO? It sucked. What what was it called? Big Shot Big with Shot. Breath, with Bethany? Yeah, something like that. It was garbage. She I was watched a, the first like four episodes and I couldn't take any more. It was so stupid. And she was unabashedly rude and hard nasty. and nasty to these yeah. women who gave up everything to come be on this stupid reality show. Yeah, and it was fighting like, to be your what vice president of operations? Give me a fucking break. Well, yeah, and I didn't. I didn't like that she threw them in these situations. There's no training. They don't know what she expects. They don't know what she wants. And then if they did anything slightly she wrong. She tore them apart. Yes. Yeah. I know. I mean, no, but they need direction. Like, they're brand new. Anybody that goes into a brand new job gets trained. Yeah. So, I would have it on and Sam would watch and he'd be like, she's fucking god awful. And I'm like, what's weird is she's not this person on the Real Housewives, though. So, either... She was overproduced and somebody told her to be that way. A thousand percent. Or she's become that person, which we don't know. It's been years. Yeah. So she could be that high and mighty person now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I can definitely see you being more, like, harsh in your business life than you are in your private life. The Housewives did more of, like, her private side than it did her professionally. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if I owned a business, I would probably a little be more harsh than I would be obviously towards you or towards my family or yeah. something like that. So yeah, I, I get that. I can't see a difference, but she also was a raging bitch in that show. 
She was raging bitch. And now, like, it just came out today that no another new business venture she's doing is creating a toaster. Well, a toaster oven hybrid. Yes. That Sonia has talked about doing since her very, like, first or second season on Real Housewives. Yes. Yeah, I know. And Bethany's giving her all this shit about it. She had a prototype. Sonia had a prototype. And they all talk shit. Well, Bethany gave her shit. Bethany gave her shit because Sonia said she was going to go into the alcohol business, which Bethany had just done with the skinny girl. And But I will say Sonia's logo looked, like, really, really, really similar to the skinny girl. And it was called, like, ugh. Let me look it up. It was like the name was way too close to. And so that's why. But now she's just totally copied Sonia's, Sonia's idea. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter about the name that Sonia had or Sonia had for her toaster oven. Like, yeah, Bethany's doing the exact same thing. I agree. I agree. No shame. Yeah, absolutely. No shame. Oh, it was called Tipsy Girl. Oh, yeah, that is It's very close. So, yeah, so back in the day, Bethany ripped her apart and made her cry. And actually, I think there was a legal battle over it, with over Sonia wanting to break into the same alcohol business and calling it Tipsy Girl. And the logo looked similar. Anyways, moral of the story is, it came out today that Bethany Frankel is coming out the toaster hybrid. And it's shitty. It's so shady. It's so shady. And it's so, I don't know, like, Bethany's brand, dude, like, I get it when you become a mogul and you're like, well, I can do this now. I can do that now. I can do this now. It's like you started with hard liquor and you're good with that. Like, you were very reputable. You got, you sold your business to, like, this really big conglomerate. But it's like now she has jeans and popcorn and salad dressing and... It's just like it's and all coffee pods. Yeah, it's fucking all over the place. It's scattered. There's, it's like anything she can put her hand in, she will. It's weird. It's like you can't have condoms and a toaster oven. No. Like I'm not saying she has condoms, but that's like the There's just no niche. She comparison. Has no, like, yeah. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. It, you're right. It's like whatever she could put a dollar down on, yes. let's put my name on it so I can make fifty dollars. And back. I'm and her jeans are fucking expensive. They're like hundred dollar jeans or something, and it's like I don't know. You you sell popcorn for three fifty and hundred and fifty dollars jeans. Like what? I, I just don't get it. Ugh. Which yeah, I mean, yeah, your jeans have to be really good to sell them for a hundred bucks. I bought hundred dollar jeans and those suckers lasted for years. Exactly. That's not the years. everyday woman either. No. Yeah. The everyday woman is not buying hundred dollar jeans. So I'm disappointed because I loved Bethany on Real Housewives. Yeah, I did I'm too. not as impressed with who she is nowadays, but I mean, I guess that's normal. You get fame, you get money, and that's it. You change money really does change people. Yeah, <laughs> I finished all of All American on love Netflix, it. two full seasons. I love it so much. That's I think so I missed good. some stuff because I have it on like while I'm taking care of the baby, and then I'll be like up making lunch and this yeah. and that. I'll just let it run, but I love it. I so good. I am so bummed that I have to wait for season three because I'm like itching for it already. They they end every season with like such intensity that you want more. Yeah. And can you see now like as you go on, it's not so high schooly. It's more like adult problems. They just happen to be in high school. Exactly. Yeah. So the yeah, it's intense, man. And it brings up a lot of like issues that we're not aware of. 
Yes. Being white women. And so I appreciate that a lot because it put it immerses you in that moment or in that situation or in that neighborhood. And not that it's ever comparable whatsoever. No. But it does make you go, oh, shit. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you pause. Definitely. And I, I do like that they have a more, like, rich, high-end culture and the low the lower income culture because it's it shows you yes Mm -hmm. and it shows you when they do get together how each other think and how that like there's just a lot of different viewpoints that i think are really important for people to see i agree i have two irritations with the show okay which i told you yeah i cannot stand the baker mom because her face is literally frozen like i'm not trying to be rude her face is frozen. Yeah, it's too much. She has a shit ton of Botox in her face. Tons. Like, more than Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner combined. Like, her face does not fucking move. No. And I'm like, yeah, she's a good actress, but, like, dude, her face doesn't... How can you be an actress but, and you can't show expression? It only works because she's a Beverly Hills white mom. Yeah. That's the only reason yeah. it works. For she sure. could never play any other character at all. No. So that irritates me. And then Spencer's dad is either the worst fucking actor ever or the shittiest written character in the show because he is irritating as fuck. I I think part of that is they wrote him in to be irritating because he was so distant from his family. He's time. just so irritating. Like he's like he just it just all feels phony. The whole yeah. time. So either you're an actor and you're not good. Like I don't believe your perception of this character. Yeah. Or you're just a phony below like what he says like anytime he says i love you to spencer anytime he gives you a hug like nothing i'm like i don't believe you <laughs> no and you always for me when he was on the show i always thought that there was something behind it yes like, i always thought that ulterior motive yeah like something mm-hmm. was gonna come up like oh well i only hope to hang around because i wanted to do i wanted you to do blah 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 or yeah oh i'm gonna dip out again but i'm gonna like steal everything from your house or yeah like, I always thought there was something else that was going to happen I but agree. it never did I agree so it was just kind of a weird ending to that I also am so irritated by the way Spencer's dad died <laughs> I was so fucking irritated like they're packing up the cabin they're all excited to go his dad hasn't shown one instance of being ailed the whole time they're there like yes he has cancer yes we know he's dying but he's not frail he's not losing his hair he's not like not no. able to eat and he then wasn't even doing treatments yet right no yeah and then he like spencer forgets something in the house and his dad goes oh i'll go get it and then spencer walks inside his dad's dead in a chair yeah like you just decided to sit down and die or what i'm so <laughs> confused it's so fucking dumb <laughs> i was literally like he sat down in a chair and died come on when you texted me that <laughs> i almost <laughs> I had a heart attack. I know, because Penelope's dad's name is Spencer. Yes, and you're like, Spencer's dad just sat in a chair and died. And I was like, wait, what? I know. Like, what the fuck happened? I was like, why is she so confused? And then I was like, oh, I gave no context whatsoever. No. Because I was talking about the all-American Spencer dad. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I should have gave more context. I was at work, and I was like, oh, my God. He has to be so devastated. I know. Imagine I was really that big of a bitch. I was just like, okay. <laughs> said you said it's your die. Like, I know everyone on that side of the family thinks I'm that big of a bitch, but I'm really not. Like, no. fuck. 
Anyways, yeah, that was irritating in that show, that part. I was like, okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, But it's so good. It's I'm so glad you told me to show. watch it because I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. You're trying to get through the... Dear John. Oh, yes. So I've been watching Dear John and off and on because I'm still... I'm still filing in friends. Yeah, because you have to. I can't stop. I know. Um, So I've been watching Dear John, and it's good. The second season, the first season I watched when it aired with the actual, like, true Dear John story, Mm -hmm. and I thought it sucked. I know. It was terrible. But now the second season I've been watching, and it's good. I, I like the character, the mom. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, this bitch is nuts. She's nuts. Like, this, she's really crazy. She is nuts. Okay, it's it's Dear, Dear John, which story is Betty. it? The Betty. So, it's not Dear John. We're fucking stupid. It's Dirty John. Dirty John. And it's the Betty Broderick story. Yes. Okay. So, there are, I'm still at a point where not everything has come out yet. Like, she signed the divorce papers, stuff like this. Okay. Her husband's doing shady shit behind her back. Is he with somebody else yet? No. Okay. So, but he's doing shady stuff. Like, he sold the house from out from underneath her. Yeah. And, because she wouldn't sign but off on it. she's just ignoring, it's so irritating that she just ignores the divorce like it's not if I don't recognize it, it's not happening. Yeah. That's not how it works, honey. No. Well, I mean, you could do it like that, but you're still You get divorced. fucked over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird. And it's, there's some points where I'm like, yeah, she's not acknowledging the divorce, but her husband is still fucking shady. Oh, he, he's an asshole. Like, he's still yeah. doing shady shit. And I still, like, I almost have a soft spot for her at some point. You do. I'm like, why... Like I, under- for her. I understand why she's going crazy because she's getting fucked over and she's trying to prevent like all this negativity happening. And the more she's trying to prevent it, the worse it's getting. And then she's going nuts. Yeah. Well, and what's really sad is I don't know if you've gotten this far, but they show where they began, like when their relationship began yes, and how yeah. they were so poor. Yeah. And she. He's let, going through med school. He's going through med school. and She gave up everything to support him, take care of these kids with no money yeah. at all. And it's. That's hard on a woman. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I have to support your dreams, your wishes, your values while taking care of your kids. You're resentful. You're on the sideline. And then when at the end you get fucked over anyways, it's shitty. Yeah. That's super shitty. I know that there's instances where men are fucked over and divorced too, but when a woman puts everything on hold for you and then at the end you go, ha, I got what I wanted, fuck off. Yeah. It's a lot. shitty. It's a lot. Yeah. I agree. So... I don't know. I did think that it was interesting, and I thought that it was so shitty. Like, okay, yes, she ran her car into his front door, but for him to call her <laughs> into a fifty-one fifty, yeah, and be like, "I'm a doctor." Okay, you're a lawyer. Yeah, you went to med school. Congratulations. Yeah, and you've never practiced. No, you are a lawyer. You're a lawyer. Mm. So for him to use his MD that he's never used before to no, he was a shitty person in a fifty-one fifty. I'm like, that's fucked he up. He was really shitty to her, and I don't like how he turns the kids on her all the time. It's and like manipulates the custody, and oh my god, it's just heartbreaking to see. It's really sad. It, it I shows why she goes nuts. Yeah, I definitely yeah. understand why she goes crazy. For sure, it's kind of like a postpartum kind of thing. Yes, like you're in so much depression. You're in, your body's in so much shock, and there's so much toxicity that you are literally doing anything to stay afloat. Yeah. So you guys need to go watch Dirty John, Dirty the John. Betty 
Dirty John, yeah. the Betty Broderick story. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? Is that where you're watching it? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. on Netflix. It's so well done. Amanda Peet plays Betty, and she's phenomenal. I almost didn't recognize her. No. Right. But she's so good. She's really It got like good. a 90 or 91% Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it was rated really highly. Yeah. It's definitely better. Skip the first Dirty John. Yeah. The first season Season sucks. one, yeah. It's not good. Each season is a different, like, story of a woman gone mad kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or a woman's story, I guess. You know what else I watched? What? I watched all of the, um, to the boys. To all the boys we loved before? Yes. Aren't they amazing? I watched all, what was it, like three or four? Yes. I watched all of them. Aren't they so sweet? So good. They're so good. And, then, and it doesn't matter that they're high school No. It's just like you're in it, you're like, hmm. Yeah, you're it's just like, like the sweetest Like warmest. immersed in all this yeah. love and all this everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel that girl like yeah I was that girl that's so nervous and so like I don't want to talk to him it's so weird let me just write a love note that nobody will ever see yes like I was that girl freaking so sweet cute I love it I love the sisters I love the dad I love her dad and yeah I do too but I love him as an actor anyways me too. Like, anything he's ever been in, I love him in that. Same. Aiden from Sex and the City. Yes. Uh, so, I do... The only thing that I didn't like about it was that the boyfriend, Noah... Yeah. Centenino or whatever. Yeah, however you say his name. Yeah. He... I didn't like that he always talked to the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. That shit weirded me out. Yeah. I agree, but I think that was the point. You know? Yeah. That's part of the story. And even, like... I would be self-conscious, like, if Christian, it doesn't matter what his ex-girlfriend went through, if he was still talking to her to get her through that, I would not be comfortable with that. No, I agree. So, that part I didn't really like, that she was just, like, she was okay with that. I didn't, I didn't like that at all, but the rest of it I thought was super cute. It's such a cute series. Like, I'm so glad there's been three of them. Every time one comes out, I'm like, oh, this one's so cute. So cute. Yeah, I can't help but watch it. Yeah, I loved it. Those are so good. Did you watch Setting Setting It Up yet no. on Netflix? That movie with Tay Diggs? No. You'll really like that one. Okay. It's kind of like... Oh, wait. I did. You did? Yeah. and um, It's their assistant setting yes, them up. Yes, yes. Isn't it so cute? cute? It's so cute. Yeah. Setting It Up's are really good, too. So you he ended up being so them. shitty in that. Yeah. Tay Diggs. Yeah. I, I like Tay Diggs. He's a phenomenal actor. I'm never like, whoa, yeah. damn, he can act. Like, he's no. no Tom Hanks or Will Smith, but... No. He's, yeah, he suffices. You know who his ex-wife is, right? His ex-wife is Adina Menzel, who played in Wicked on Broadway. Oh, and right. is the Frozen girl. That's right. They have a kid together. I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Wasn't he on Selling Sunset? Yeah, and he was also in Private Practice, the Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Damn. He's also so, an All-American. Yeah, he's great in All-American. He really is. He's really great. We need to find another reality show now that Kardashians is gone. Because now we only have two housewives. Is that right? That's it. When is Selling Sunset coming back? I need these people back in my life. I don't know, but they got renewed for four and five. Hell yeah. Hopefully they're more than six episode seasons. <sighs> I doubt it. It's Netflix, girl. You know what I want to come back is Total Bellas. When are they coming back? Fall? Probably, yeah. Probably they're always a fall August show. or September. Yeah. I love Total Bellas. The summer never has good shows. You're right. They never do. I guess they expect us to just be at the beach every day. I don't... So, okay. 
I cannot wait for Winter House, which is going to be a combo of Summer House yes. and Southern Charm. And all, there's all this shit going on right now where Kristen went to um, Charleston. Charleston, thank you. And supposedly her and Austin were seen making out all over town. Doesn't surprise me. No, but that's like a huge step up for Austin and a huge step down for her. Yeah. Austin is not impressive whatsoever. Okay, but is it? I don't I don't know. Her ex is a piece of shit too, like trying to take half of her company now and then You're divorce. Right. You're right. Her company she started before him and has been running by herself without him. I also wonder if she's trying to get on on Southern Charm. Oh my god, that would be my dream. I could totally see that happening. Her wanting to be like kind of a regular on that show. Could you imagine her and Patricia? No. Or her and Madison going at it constantly? They would fucking go at it. Her and Madison kind of look the same. They do. I think Madison's stunning. She's so pretty. She just has such a nasty attitude, dude. She's messy. Well, oh my God. I read all this shit too about how like self-righteous and bitchy she is at work. And her. Madison? Yeah, her and her partner that run that salon. That they're just like really egotistical freaks and they charge a shit ton of money. And one woman was like, I was her client for like eight years. And then when I didn't fit her aesthetic anymore, she fired me as a client. She's like, it's because I'm heavier. What? Yeah. So Madison like fired her because now she's on a reality show and she has this image and da, da, da. I suppose that the girl's like a he- little heavier. That's what I read. I don't know if it's true it or not. Is your, I would not be surprised at all. No. At all. All Madison is so beautiful, and I think that she could do so much if she changed her attitude. If she was a nice person, yeah, she is. She acts like the world needs to bow at her feet. Yeah, I definitely though. Uh, part of me thinks she's just a bitch, and the other part of me is like, how many times has she been fucked over that now she's like, no, fuck Hard. all of you. Yeah, like she doesn't care anymore. True, true. Maybe I'm just giving her the benefit of the doubt. I cannot wait to see if Paige and Craig are like a legitimate actual thing. I hope so. I hope so too because they would be beautiful together. She's been taking pictures at down in Charleston with him. I've sent yeah. you them, right? Yeah. Like people, I love one of the accounts we follow on. I think it's Bravo and Cocktails or something yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. But they get all these like anonymous pictures of people like love actually it. in Charleston taking pictures. And so it's like Paige and Craig at the bar and then her inside of his like little um brick and mortar yeah. which honestly as irritating as craig is like he's done a lot good for him i agree good for him he's made shit ton of money off of pillows and now he opened up a whole fucking brick and mortar shop he's done more than any of the rest of the cast any, combined any it yeah i i think craig is very childlike mm-hmm. but i but did he just get his degree to law degree and he's opening up a practice Right? I feel like I saw this. Yeah, I yeah. feel like we saw this and you're like, wait, he got his law degree, so he must have passed the bar. Good. I say good for him. Yeah, I like Craig. Yeah. I think he's, I do think he's a little childish, but at the and same irritating, time. Yeah. Yes. But at the same time, first of all, every one of the guys on that cast is childish and irritating. And. I will say, though, that Shep is incredibly intelligent. Very. He may be a spoiled ass brat with a trust fund that doesn't have to work. But he is very intellectual when he talks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and who can blame him? If I had a trust fund, I wouldn't be working either. Right. Like. But it's so impressive that he's educated, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I agree. I, I get it. You can definitely tell he went to the best schools and got the best education. Yes. Yeah. 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 So fascinating. All right. That's all the time we have for tonight. So we need to know what else we need to watch. Yeah, we need new shows, guys, because... And, like, recent shows. Yeah, I'm Something... trying to think. I'm like, what else is airing on Bravo? But I think Below Deck Med is coming, which you might have to watch. Like, we'll both have to watch. Yeah, I'll watch Below Deck Med. I haven't watched it before, but from what I've heard, That's you don't right. need to watch the old episodes. No. So we can try that one, and then... That's basically it, dude. That's crazy. I know. Potomac will be back in August. I can't wait. Can't wait. So, all right, guys. Thanks for listening in again this week. We enjoyed having you. This was a nice little chat. I feel like we got went fast. We got everything down. We did. Um, go ahead and download and subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast app, and on Spotify. And don't forget to follow us on Relatable Reality Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.